Rebecca Love with Outcomes Rocket Nursing, doing interviews with some of the most leading and innovative nurses around the world. And it is such an honor to bring to you today, Deborah Hart, our first nurse visiting from Canada on the podcast. Deborah has been a primary emergency specialty care nurse practitioner and has been working and thriving as a healthcare entrepreneur for most of the past decade. As a founder of an entrepreneur-sing movement, Deborah empowers overwhelmed healthcare providers to unlock their true potential, maximize their high skill set, provide excellence to their patients, and rid themselves of the overwhelm and exhaustion they are experiencing within the sick care healthcare system. As a serial entrepreneur, she has successfully built and maintained four successful businesses, one having grown to seven figures throughout the current pandemic. Deborah has extensive knowledge on the subject and it's always her pleasure to share with fellow healthcare professionals. Deborah has over 30 years of experience delivering healthcare nationally and abroad and the first independently owned and operated nurse practitioner clinics in Atlanta, Canada. As a nurse practitioner, registered nurse, and medical assistant, she has experience in a variety of settings, including emergency and trauma, education, research, rejuvenation, surgical care, cardiology, remote Arctic, and volunteer nursing. She is also a veteran, having both worked as a medic and a registered nurse for over 10 years with the Department of National Defense. Her experience has transitioned into primary and family health care via Atlantic Canada's first collaborative emergency departments in 2012 after working in Canada's Arctic and shortly thereafter shifted to entrepreneurship. She continues to give back to the healthcare profession in our communities through the education of registered nurses and nurse practitioners. For over seven years, she has been teaching for the Master of Nursing Nurse Practitioner at the Beska University Faculty of Health Disciplines and has preceptored registered nurses, nurse practitioners, medics, and other healthcare professionals in her practice since 1992. Now that is a legacy. This is in addition to some of her volunteer work as the Chair of Nurse Practitioner Association of Nova Scotia, Council for the Nurse Practitioner Association of Canada, the International Council of Nurses and Nurse Practitioners, Advanced Practice Nurse Excellence and Research, Education and Clinical Award Committee, Executive Organizing Conference Committee and Abstract Review and the Nova Scotia Gambia Association, Nova Scotia Sierra Leone, the Provincial Nursing Network, Department of Health, and other national and international associations. I mean, what an incredible bio and resume, Deborah. It is so great to have you on the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for having me. I, I have to say, I so appreciate the opportunity to have the conversation and uh, to share some conversations about nurses and nursing. Well, you know, Deb, I mean, your past experience has gone the entire gamut of what one would assume could even be possible in healthcare. And I think that what I love is all of this variety, which people say, you know, variety is the spice of life. But what inspires your work in health and healthcare? And tell us a little bit about that. Well, overall, I'm just extremely passionate about being able to deliver exceptional care to patients. I have always enjoyed giving back. I love to give back. And by the sounds of what you read through the bio there, most definitely there's been there's been a lot of that. But I truly do enjoy being able to help others to be their best selves. And I've always been intrigued with health and wellness. I started my career in healthcare quite early at a very young age. And as it continues to grow and I meet more nurses and see more systems and applications for us and our skills as nurses, my inspiration just continues to grow. And I know our job at the forefront and the very, the very heart of our job at, of nursing is to be able to help people eliminate their health challenges, their pain, their issues. And we do that every day and without fail. And it's never easy. And we continue to show up. And I'm just so inspired by all of the nurses that I meet that day after day continue to show up. That's what inspires me. 
You are absolutely right. Day after day, nurses continue to show up to eliminate the suffering that they're seeing in their patients and make healthcare better. And so, you know, I think for our audience, if you could perhaps explain about how your organization, how you are adding value to the healthcare ecosystem, because you're doing some pretty innovative work and also leading some really new initiatives across Canada that I, I don't think we're seeing in the United States as an equal focus. So if, could you start a step back and paint the picture of what you're doing and how you're sort of impacting um, and adding value to the healthcare ecosystem in Canada right now? Most certainly. So what my intention is, and what I've been doing for the last number of years is helping to empower healthcare providers, nurses, to be able to unlock some of that true potential that we really have. It's an eight to us as nurses, and then taught on top of that. And to be able to unlock that potential in order to be able to maximize the high skill set that we have, so that we can reach our potential continue to provide excellent care to patients and then help to rid ourselves of some of the overwhelm and the exhaustion that we're experiencing within the, the healthcare system or the sick care system, truly, because that's where a lot of our focus as nurses has been in the past. And we continue to stay in that shift. And what we've recognized is that the skills that we do have as nurses are plentiful and amazing and continuous and ever, ever evolving. And with entrepreneursing, we help to empower nurses to be able to become their own boss, which is a skill that often we don't think of. In that, in being our own boss, becoming our own boss and becoming an entrepreneur, we can start to value our own skills. We can be paid what we're worth and we can start to live out that whole vision of the life that we have and had for our career and our lives. And so we're here to be able to help those nurses who are ready for that change that enables us to put both the skills and then our passion back into the work. We ultimately, our job is to help nurses transform their career and their lives, to help them be successful and be able to do something that they love. We do this every day and we've seen over the past number of years, pandemic excluded, that we there's been a lot of overwhelm in the system. And the healthcare system has, has shifted in a lot of ways to a sick care system where we take care of a lot of illness and injury. And that I think begins to cause a disconnect with us as nurses, as that holistic form of what it is that we do. And illness and injury, yes, that's a huge component, but if not everything. And with that, and that disconnect comes, for lack of a better term, dis-ease. And it's the disease and the disease that we are caught in quite often. And that misaligns us, I think, in in, in those things that we know that ground us, health, wellness, well-being, the holistic approach. And there had been so many, we've just, we've experienced so much and we've, there's been so much research done on what's happening with nurse burnout and focusing on the negative side of illness and injury care that we've been accustomed to. 
And when we look at that and start to see that where that disconnect is, is the health and the wellness aspect and trying to get back into tune with that, we see that we're better able to align our skills and our vision and then ourselves and our lives and how we're feeling about our day to day. It kind of gets us back to that Maslow's hierarchy. You know, we tend to look at the top when we're within the system and making sure the top is well cared for. But if we don't have that basic level of support and wellness within ourselves and the support and wellness of our, our colleagues and employers and systems, then we've really lost track of that base. And I think that's where we've started to lose a bit of our footing. You know, Deb, I, yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I really liked how you had that play on where the dis-ease in the healthcare center making more disease. And I think, you know, what's interesting is when you're talking about that there is this general feeling in healthcare, regardless of where you are in the United States, in Canada, abroad, in other countries across the, you know, the world, that healthcare has become sick care, that we are no longer focusing on this wellness aspect of keeping people healthy. And the only time that you're treated is, is dealing with the actual disease or illness. And, you know, that's the idea of entrepreneursing in Canada. Being one of a, a socialized healthcare system is how we refer to it in the United States. It's a very different kind of healthcare system than what we have in the United States. And I think there probably is a lot of questions around how does entrepreneurship fit into a system that is a socialized healthcare system and how what you are doing as entrepreneurs are doing things different and better than what is available today in the current healthcare system in Canada through this entrepreneurship movement? Yes, so for certain. So there are some differences and some similarities between Canada, the US and globally. We all have our, our strengths and then we have those things that we are we're working on to try to ensure that the system is better. And what we what we tend to see, I think, regardless of the system and the country where in the globe it's occurring, what we tend to see is that we have an influx of information, technology, diagnostics, pharmaceuticals, and, and all of those things into the system to help improve things. But when we look at it from its business standpoint, if we were to take that step back and say just simple business parameters, if we were consistently putting so much money into technologies and systems and those sorts of things, and the outcomes were consistently not improving, then there's a disconnect that's recognized. And I think sometimes we miss that disconnect in, in our healthcare systems, regardless of where they are. And we think, you know, bigger, better, shinier technology and all of these things is, is where we need to be. And this is the problem. That isn't the problem. The problem is that our, our healthcare systems, regardless of where they are, are themselves becoming overwhelmed. And I think there's a struggle in trying to increase what's there and available in order to overcome the issue. The issue is what's occurring outside of the hospital, though. And when we're not taking that step back and looking at health and wellness and keeping ourselves and nurses and the majority of healthcare professionals technically out of the hospitals, what happens is everyone and everything is in the hospital and that hospital system and many of those healthcare systems weren't built to maintain all of that. They were there to step in when necessary, when health and wellness took a shift and there was illness and injury. And unfortunately, we've almost developed a mindset as professionals and administrators and even the general public that healthcare is in the hospital. 
healthcare is outside of the hospital. And so what I've realized and why I founded Entrepreneur Nursing was because once I discovered that I could use my nursing skills, that all the things that I dedicated myself to acquiring through the years, be able to focus on wellness rather than illness, and then be able to thrive in my life as a result, then that became my passion to be able to share that with as many nurses as possible. And I know that I've radically you know, changed my life with this framework. And I know I can change the lives of many others with that. And I know as nurses, we already have that skill set. We're resilient, we're reliable, we're detailed, we're resourceful, we're always innovating. And whether we think of ourselves as innovators or not, we are always innovating. And again, those skills are innate to us. And then we're taught in our training. And those are the exact same skills that we need to be able to thrive as entrepreneurs. I love this. And tell us, you know, because you're absolutely right. Nurses constantly are innovating. They have their skill sets. It's really, you know, educating the public about their skill sets. So tell us then, where is an example of when you've seen your nursing team or perhaps even one of, you know, the new entrepreneurs that you've been coaching to start their things? Could you give us an example of when they have provided a really great solution to a problem that appeared not to have an answer. So could you give us an, an example? Yeah, and that that's a difficult one for me. Having had such a diverse background and, you know, frontline ZR and remote and urban and primary health, there are problems every day. And as nurses, I see nurses solving these problems every day because they're innovators and they don't even realize it. And it could be, it's interesting because my colleagues will often hear me say MacGyver, and I'm not sure that everybody's familiar with that term, but there used to be a show where this man, there was nothing that he couldn't innovate, make out of my gosh, rock, paper, sticks. And off he would go. And I thought, that's a nurse. That's a nurse. You could be, you know, you could need a, a particular type of bandage for a very simple example, a particular type of bandage for a certain wound. And, you know, it be potentially out of stock or not having been restocked on that floor, that department at that time. And a nurse will not spend extra time trying to figure out that very particular portion, but what can potentially work for that patient and will innovate to ensure that the patient gets the best possible healthcare at the best possible time with the best possible resources that they have at hand. They're just constantly innovating, constantly providing solutions and right down to, you know, development of technology and apps and stepping on board for telenursing and then developing things that that help patients with transfers or documentation. We've seen where documentation hasn't been, you know, as stringent as we'd like it to be. And a nurse would step up and develop a form so that we have a more appropriate way to do even a handover of shift, which while that might not seem like, you know, a, a hugely important piece of documentation, but it's huge. It's that whole health and wellness of that patient you're taking care of and all of that information that needs to transfer to that next nurse. And so that whole knowledge translation happens, technique translation happens, innovation just happens. It's so ingrained that we sometimes, I think, miss seeing it because it's yeah. happening so much in front of us. It is It is so true. And I think that you know what you're talking about and what you've been speaking about is all of those things that nurses know intrinsically because in their job, they're doing it day in and day out and creating solutions to things that drive patient outcomes. Shift transition is one of the major areas that we've been able to track to increase patient harm or outcomes, situations where there's increased death. 
And it was not until nurses really started to come up with new processes to address these. So it's not only, to your point, innovations of new technologies or devices, but if you look at hospitals and how they are operated both internally and now into the home care and everything that moves beyond, you're looking at nurses who are driving new policies, new processes, and new procedures that are driving really those incredible key moments, as we always say. It is the nurse who is with that patient the most of any provider in that space. It's very important that they're successful to being able to drive the services that they need to be successful. Extremely, extremely, yeah. And one of the things that we've seen over time, unfortunate again, is that nurses are often seen as an expense to the healthcare system. And nurses are the greatest resource of any health, wellness, and healthcare system. And I think we are beginning to recognize that. And having been under such pressure over this last year plus now, extreme pressure that we may have had tidbits of and portions of in our daily lives and our daily work lives has come to a head and it's been systemic and it's been constant and consistent. And it's built on a lot of the overwhelm that that was already in existence. And again, it's nurses that have stepped up and stepped forward and again, proven that they are the resources of this system, not just frontline and patient care and bedside nursing, but all of that innovation and documentation and seeing where where things can improve and then how to improve them. I love it. They are, and I, I, you know, for everyone who is dealing with this across the world, that the COVID pandemic has definitely challenged our healthcare system to the core at every aspect along those lines. And Deborah, you know, as I'm looking back and, you know, looking at yourself, you have constantly reinvented, transitioned, moved your career forward. And I think right now there is this sense of burnout for so many nurses and they're thinking of leaving. And you I'm guessing at points in your career have had setbacks or things that have potentially almost drove you out of the profession, but you've stayed. And I was hoping you could share one of those moments, one of those incredible setbacks in your life and what you took away from it, what you learned and why you kept going into the field of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, and very difficult for me to share, as I'm sure it is, is many. And as you said, burnout is quite prevalent. And if the numbers of burnout aren't staggering enough, the numbers of nurses who are looking and thinking that they're headed for burnout are staggering. And this was pre-pandemic, then insert pandemic. And so for me, not unlike, I'm sure a lot of nurses, one of my biggest setbacks was both personal and professional. And it was very intertwined. And what I had found was I was working in a healthcare system and the system itself was sick. And as I said, unfortunately, we're, we're seeing this across all different sectors of healthcare systems and hospitals and the environment with nurses. The environment I was in, unfortunately, had some likely unprepared managers and toxic managers. And they turned, unfortunately, instead of supporting each other, turned often more to bullying. And then one would in turn bully another. And then the middle managers in some cases would, you know, join with the, if you can't beat them, join them routine. And instead of, and and likely as a a compensatory and self-preservation for sure. But what happened then was, you know, that I thought, I thought I would be able to be in a position 
to deliver care. And in this particular position, I kind of hope until retirement. It wasn't an easy position, but it was a very rewarding one. And I really valued it. And I valued being able to give back to others and the community that I was in. And But it got to be too much. And I ended up leaving that position. And unfortunately, so did many others. I suffered tremendously. I felt I was leaving my patients. I felt like I was leaving my colleagues and leaving them without the support that they needed. And it was just, it was such an environment and a realization that burnout in that place was inevitable. And that in itself, I think, fed into one of my greatest ethical conflicts as a nurse. I'm here to care. But in that environment, I couldn't. And I truly felt that that was going to be the end of my nursing career. And I was absolutely devastated. Um, so what did you do, Deb? I mean, this is, a, this is a situation I wish to say that I've heard infrequently, but there are so many nurses so. that have lived a very similar story. Yeah. So what did you do? What did you do to recover and pivot from that? So what I, what I realized is that I could avoid it and other people can avoid it. And being able to do that was looking at being able to shift our career focus just to one or two different opportunities that, again, that keep us and our patients out of the hospital and ultimately enabled me to achieve a work-life balance. That's something that was, you know, predictable and consistent and outside of that sick care system. And I reflected on all of the skills that I gained as a nurse in all of the different aspects of experience that I had and looking at those skills and realizing that there were so many different ways that we could apply those skills and it didn't have to be in the hospital system itself. And doing that reflection and going back to understanding the value of nursing just at its core, I think is what helped me tremendously. We get into nursing knowing and being told repetitively, there's nothing that we can't tackle as a nurse. The world is our oyster and you know everything that we learn and we go through, it's like, yes, and there's more of this and we can do this and we can tackle this. And then by the time, sometimes even by the time we graduate, it often seems like we're doing so with, with these blinders on. And then we, we can sometimes channel into that healthcare system and we see the hospital or the, the sick care is the only place to work. And that stems into those of us who educate those of us who do research, it all tends to shift into this sick care focus. And it's almost like we've forgotten about that whole world of wellness and health and the holistic view of the patient. And then I realized I'd almost done that. I almost I forgot love, about the world of wellness, right? I love that you, that it's that internal and reflection and inflection. And you've mentioned it before in our conversation here today, which is all about mindset on finding where that inner strength really is. True. And, and you also just mentioned, you know, when we leave nursing school as a new grad, our eyes are, we, our eyes are wide open. We're excited about the future. We believe that the future of healthcare is our oyster. And so the question that, you know, if you were going to inspire all of these nurses who are on the verge of burnout, all of these nurses who are graduating into our profession and are hearing these horror stories in front of them, can you share with them in the face of all of this, what you are excited about today in healthcare and in nursing and what gives you hope for the future? Well, so I said it, I think I said it actually in the, as we started that 
it's nurses and nursing that inspire me. And despite all of the struggles, we keep showing up. And despite the burnout or the potential burnout, we still find a way to show up. Unfortunately, that can often be that we, we've left the career. And what I'm excited about is being able to tell nurses that that doesn't need to be an option. You don't need to leave your nursing skills behind. You don't need to leave your passion behind. Your healthcare career really can be enjoyable and you can have great satisfaction in your work. You can enjoy free time. You can improve your wealth even in your life and your work. And we can and do and now need to know for ourselves that we can work smarter, not harder. Value over volume, right? And to be able to realign with our passion and to help others, we truly can do this. And I was in a place, I was in a place that I thought, oh my, this is it. This truly is it. But what I know now having come through that is that you can powerfully realign with your passion, which is to help others. You can do that as an entrepreneur, which we don't see a lot of globally. I think maybe only 1% of nurses or healthcare workers alone are in an entrepreneurial role. And while that I sure can seem overwhelming to many nurses with well, when am I going to have the time for this? And how do I do that or learn a new skill or those things? They're not new skills. We have them innately. And when we can recognize and step back or and be supported, more importantly, be supported to know that you have that and to have someone stand there with you and help you to point that out when, you know, when we forget and we can't see it for ourselves can help us to make a tremendous shift in our mindset and to realize that we can be entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs and we are innovators. And for those of us who want to remain within a hospital system or perhaps need to remain within a hospital system, there's a role for that entrepreneurship in there too. I think the terminology that has come to mind is that intrapreneurs. It's just a nurse. It's an, And I don't mean just a nurse because I don't think there's such a thing as just a nurse. They are so empowered and wonderful. But that nurse in you, that skill you have can be entrepreneurial within that system, which we also need. And we need those entrepreneurs, those entrepreneurs outside of the system so that we can start taking some of that pressure off of the system, alleviate some of that sickness of the system and empower our colleagues within the healthcare system to be able to, to breathe and you know, do what right. it is they need to do. It is true. It is the mindset of entrepreneurship that simply means and transcends either externally for you to start your own business or internally within your system to create new processes. So Deborah, this has been so wonderful to talk to you. And if people want to find you, if they want to search you, if they want to connect with you, where can they find you? How can they connect? Oh, yes, for sure. So you can find me entrepreneursing on uh, social media channels, of course, on Facebook and on Instagram as well. I believe there'll be a, a little link in the podcast, Cannibal link, that'll bring you right to me, entrepreneursing.ca is a reachable site for us, for me as well. And certainly you can reach out at any of those channels. And um, again, probably on the bio, I think there might be a, a link to something as well. And in that link, there's also a documentation about some of the, some suggestions that we can do as nurses. So a few different opportunities and stuff, because sometimes we just need that mindset 
shift to say, oh, I do that. I know that. I can do that. <laughs> it's absolutely 100%. And I encourage all of you to come over and check out Deborah's bio, look at those resources, connect with Deborah, especially for our nurses across Canada who are bringing this new field to life, which is still relatively in its infancy, similar to what it is in the United States. But the world is changing at healthcare, and it is entrepreneurs like Deborah who are leading that. So, Deborah, thank you so much for being with us today. My absolute pleasure, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. So everyone, please tune again in to our next episode of Outcomes Rocket Nursing, bringing you some of the best and most innovative nurses from around the world who are changing the face of healthcare today, tomorrow, and for the next generation. Thanks for being with us today. <laughs>